So we're recording now. <laughs> so for anyone who's watching this in the future, this is a, I don't know, some sort of impromptu uh, DC Creatives video podcast slash podcast. Hopefully it'll become something a little more in the future, but we just wanted to get some conversation and stuff going out there and just communicate a little more with the community. And so this is what you got. No, no, no. I definitely appreciate you like even bringing this up. Because I remember even me and uh, Dilla was talking about um, how I feel like DC doesn't have enough creatives like putting stuff out there for public to see. Like yeah. speaking just for like photography, like street photography, like wedding photography, like with street, like all I see is like LA, Chicago, obviously New York. But it's like DC, I feel like is, is just missing those few people to actually like put it out there oh absolutely so. we got like sam hurd and sam hurd <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he, he's a dope wedding photographer but yeah. even like like street creatives mm -hmm. like you know there are a few you know but at the same time like there's really no dc photographers killing it like on like all platforms right now yeah that's, no. that's just, we're missing that not at all and it's a shame but kind of man it sucks you know yeah Demetrius, it's your time to shine man like we waiting on you bro <laughs> <laughs> not sure what you're doing but uh yeah, man, i'll be talking like let's get it going with that <laughs> um yeah i mean i think it's also because there's a lot of competition out here too you know what i mean it's just something where you know we we're all in different you know niches of of, of photography and and um yeah it's just kind of hard for somebody one person to stick out overall so i mean i think i kind of like the fact that there's a lot of us in the community but yeah i mean i do think that us as photographers that have been doing it for a little while um you know we could do a better job of like maybe you know showing our ideas and and telling the other people who haven't got to our level yet what it's like just like we are still learning from the people that are as well so um you know this is awesome to be able to like you know talk a little bit about what's going on nowadays like when it comes to photography especially during covid so um yo <laughs> that guy is hideous <laughs> i was making sure the stream was good <laughs> yeah i mean but, but speaking of covid um obviously like you know we know kind of your story and like how you're doing like how how are you doing like with with covid going on in the impact yeah yeah. yeah so i like purposely haven't like blown it up on the channel or really talked about it just because like i don't want to make it a big deal um but i mean yeah it's been it's been fine um it, it kind of sucked <laughs> last i mean well it's... i mean i feel like jay's situation is a little different than mine so like health wise like you know with his you know regular job like I would be freaking out. So I'm like thankful that I don't got to deal with that. I can isolate myself, you know, you know, as best of my ability. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, fortunately we started teleworking and stuff now. Um, but I mean, it's, it's pretty scary, but you know I mean? It's, it's all because like people aren't really taking it as seriously as I think they should, but exactly. <laughs> I think it just comes down to taking it seriously and taking the precautions. I mean, that's why I've been, trapped in the closet now 
but like R. <laughs> Kelly in here. <laughs> and and it's kind of crazy that we all like we're we're the extreme, you know, like Jay, you and I, like we still have our full time, so we're not hit as hard. Mm-hmm. Versus like you know Abdullah, like this is you, this is your full time gig, so like you're really feeling the impact. So I definitely feel for you, and so it yeah, is, it's always. I mean. Cool. You know, everybody's going through it in some way, somehow. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for me, it's more of the, you know, financial barriers, uh, mainly just because, you know, I can't just be able to find jobs so quickly, so easily like it was before. So it's something where, you know, and we'll get into this a little bit about, like, what do we do if we can't work? You know what I mean? How do we how do we manage that? So, you know, I take the blessings of being healthy and not having to deal with it like that and 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 i i'm grateful for the fact that i was able to have a job that i could save enough so i could jump into this and i think that's something that people should know before they jump into a full-time thing is that it's it's not the easiest thing to do um you have to do a lot of preparation before you jump in so you know i'm just hoping this ends quicker than and uh or sooner rather than later because you know i'm fine now but like ask me again like two months you know so uh yes yeah, yeah. Hey, real, hey, hey, side note: Are, are you guys' connection good? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Can, can you guys see me? Like mine's like. Yeah. Yeah, I see you. Okay. Good. Yeah. No, I mean yours was kind of. It seemed like it was kind of breaking up a little bit, but mm-hmm. okay. I think we can see everything. I'm fine. Cool. Yeah, we can see and hear you. Okay. Cool. My bad. Continue. My bad. <laughs> you guys want to get to uh, get to one of these topics? Sure. All right, yeah, I'll just go. I'll just so go with, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, man. Oh, no, I was saying. I, I think we just have a free flow conversation. You know, mm-hmm. um, just more so like us. You know, creatives, us guys, just kind of just talking about different things. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I I guess I'll go first when it comes to like some of the things I threw in, just because we're already kind of talking about like yeah. the financial yeah. aspect of it and everything like that, and and the one thing that you know, I'm grateful for is that I was an accountant before I was a photographer. So one, I was able to like understand business and understand a lot of the, you know, tax breaks and tax benefits um, from being a photographer. Uh, but I think the one thing that most creatives don't have is this, they, they, when it comes to going in full time, um, they don't really think about it from a financial standpoint. They think about it more from a creative standpoint. And mm. so I guess, yeah, like right now it's more of trying to find things that can help your business if you are full-time or if you're relying on your side money. Um, you know, I think the first thing is people just realize that they have to budget a little bit better. And I think that's the one thing that I've been benefited, like benefited from is actually, I realized I didn't need to actually make more money. I need to learn how to spend less money, which yeah. I think is a good thing. Um, and then another positive is just the fact that taxes are, being pushed up, pushed back a few a few months too. That's a huge benefit for a lot of creatives because, I mean, the people who have to make that money and then you know save it so that they can pay their taxes off. This would have been a really big hit if you know they still had to turn in their taxes by April fifteenth. So, um, I don't know. I mean, like, what have you guys been doing when it comes to like trying to find opportunities or um, just kind of try to continue that steady income? Uh, or at least a somewhat level of income? Uh, I think for me, I mean, fortunately, I, I still have a job, you know, a regular job. So uh, financially, it, 
hasn't really been the issue. Um, and I'm very blessed to be able to say that. Um, but I think the, the thing is, you know, still the reality of having a full-time photography business and being able to redirect, reschedule, and in some cases cancel with some clients. And, uh, I think the, the biggest thing that's helped me has been being proactive about it and reaching out to my clients before they reach out to me. Um, and that's really helped kind of develop that relationship of trust that like, Hey, I understand that we're going through this and we're doing it together. So, um, if you, if you, if you guys are still having a wedding, we'll still work it out. Uh, so that's kind of been, you know, my challenge and the biggest challenge for, you know, kind of dealing with this professional for me. Yeah. What about you, Demetri? Oh, I think he Maybe might have lost him. He died. <laughs> <laughs> he out. He out. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I will just talk about like my side of it and it's been, it's been tough to be able to, it, it's something where, yeah, like I relied on a lot of jobs and, and they all kind of just went down by the wayside, just back to back to back to back. So, um, you know, being able to stay afloat is kind of like the most, you know, important thing for me right now. But yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the one thing I would say for people who are trying to find jobs, like, yeah, hit up some of your friends that maybe need help with some of their editing, you know what I mean? Some of the jobs that they have editing, like I'm doing some editing jobs right now to help out some other people. So that might be another angle you might want to try to try to find something that you could do. Um, but I also think it's just the, the value of learning more things right now. I'm really, really trying to learn how to do more video because I realized that, you know, I do believe obviously that this situation we're in is very temporary. So there's no point in me just sitting here, not trying to, better my craft or, or find out other ways that I can benefit um, in the future. So just kind of reading, I'm reading a lot, reading a lot of different books, um, you know, just things that are dealing with just life in general, but also things that'll help my uh, photography. So um, just no, kind of books no, are you I'm just reading a lot of like books about like the basics of photography actually. Um, because I think the one thing about myself, and I think a lot of people um, that have dealt with becoming a photographer through Instagram, is that you kind of jump and skip steps. You know, you buy a camera, you just start taking pictures and posting them, but then you realize you don't even know what you're doing. I mean, we've all been there, right? And we've been in a position where you're sitting there and you're like, why is this guy's picture way better than mine? You know what I mean? It's like we're sitting right next to each other. We have the same gear, but this dude is putting out a lot better work. And I do think a lot, you know, I mean, obviously knowledge is power. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely helped out. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Uh, let's see. What Also, <laughs> watching YouTube. YouTube is also great. YouTube University, man. It's all yeah, better. Yeah learned a lot from just watching YouTube videos. All right, I'll ask one of my questions. Sorry, guys. We're, he's in there twice. <laughs> That's why I'm Ghosted here. <laughs> um, all right, so what, what are current problems with our creative community that you guys think that we should change? So, is that 
any kind of problems in the community right now? What are, what are current problems with the creative community in D.C., let's say D.C. specifically, that you think should change? I think what we're, we're, we're solving one of the problems right now. I, mm-hmm. like, like I said before, is I feel like there's not really a lot of, um, I guess, like resources to actually like get together and actually like do stuff creatively together. Like I do like those walks and stuff, but it's like we're in freaking D.C. Like I feel like there should be something happening like all the time, mm-hmm. but not even stuff that where you have to like get together like in person, but like even have like stuff like this where a group of us would just like just chat, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like talk about the industry, talk about what we're doing to improve our craft, what we're doing to grow as a photographer, just um, just creating more avenues where we can like just, you know, brainstorm together because like we, it's a huge city. It's a lot. A lot of photographers are here. If you go through Instagram, there's so many D.C. photographers, so many. And like, like why, why aren't we meeting more? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why aren't we doing events like? Uh, Abdullah, you did that one event, that uh, art show. Like, yeah, yeah. See, like stuff like like that's dope. You know. Yeah, and I I, I gotta give big ups to uh, Cedric who who put that together. Cedric Pelt, and you know, I've got really close with him now. And honestly, he's like one of my mentors basically because he's somebody that like yeah. I mean, I think the biggest problem with DC is that um, there's a lot of creative people, but. It's also competitive too. So sometimes people don't want to link up with other people because they want to stick to their own lane and they feel like, oh, you know, uh, I got to worry about me. But to be honest, most of the best projects I've seen have been when people come together on stuff. So um, to me, if we could do a little bit better of that in this community, I'd be happy. But I also think that like photography is a game where, you know, one, um, it's a lot of people who are into photography sometimes have been people who are kind of maybe quiet or just they like to stand you know be a fly in the room they don't they don't really like to be too involved with a lot of different people um but then the second thing is that yeah like you know for instance when you do go to some of these walks you know a lot of people get discouraged like i don't really take pictures on walks because a lot of the times when there are things happening it's like 20 people are taking that picture and we all want to stand out or be unique or or do something that's not exactly the same as the guy standing right next to you. So um, I do think that there should be more collaborations. Um, and I think that, yeah, once people start to realize, like, yeah, instead of this guy being somebody that's, you know, an enemy or something or somebody I'm competing with, like, how about you guys work together on something? You know, you see yeah. musicians do this all the time where they make a song and all of a sudden it's like, yo, you know, Drake and Lil Wayne is on something, you know what I mean? People are excited <laughs> about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if they'd be too excited about the win anymore, but <laughs> my old yeah, no, self no, had to bring him in. I definitely agree with you. And, like, to, to be honest, like, Instagram is a huge tool to do that. Because think about it. This is – or this call tonight is a product of Instagram, right? Yeah. I, I'm not sure how you and Jay met or you guys met. but Instagram. See? Instagram. Like, yeah. I, I met Abdullah through Instagram. And then yeah, I, I met Jay through Abdullah, which I met on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – like, I guess for me, I just wish there was a way to, like, let those people know. Because I was that person, you know? I, I was that guy that was, like, be scrolling through my news feed when I first picked up a camera. I'm like, man, like, these guys are dope. These guys are dope. I wish I could shoot with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, but yeah, I mean, I think that it just, there's, when we have that platform, like, it's okay if that's how we're using it. I mean, Instagram has become a more of a marketing platform for us, not only to, you know, just see other people's work or find people who 
want to work with us, but also just to interact with people who share passion. I, I mean, I, I, you, I, I can't remember who hit up who, but I know I hit up Jay because I remember I saw him and I saw how like dedicated and passionate he is. And I think that's one thing we all share is the passion for photography overall. So it was something where I was like, hey, let's get together and shoot. And to be honest, most of the people I've shot with in that same way um, has been the same way. Like, I mean, I put together a little meetup uh, with some of the street photographer guys that I shoot with. You guys know Reese and you know uh, Derek and all of them. And I put something together with them too because I love their work and I appreciate their work. And I felt like we all shot similar things and similar styles. And I was like, why do I, we all know each other? We all comment, but like, yeah. why don't we just hang out once? You know what I mean? And ever since then, it's become like a good friendship. So um, the friendships I made there, the friendships I made here, you know, it's weird because I think Instagram's like a love-hate relationship, but you know, um, I'm thankful for that. I think yeah, like, it's funny. It's funny you brought that up because uh, I just I was curious, so I went back to look at our, our very first interaction, Abdullah. Yeah, and yeah. It like it's April seventeenth. Like you followed me. Yeah. Like, yo, I appreciate the follow, bro. You got sick photos. And then like, we, just, <laughs> we just started talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, like, I appreciate good work. That's the one thing. Like, you have people who are, you know, that for some reason get frustrated when somebody else is doing something and they haven't done, they haven't done enough and they want to get to that level. For me, it's like, I just appreciate good work all the time. So, time I see some as something I'm always trying to like reach out to somebody be like yo like that's great keep that up you know what I mean um whether it's somebody who like just started off or somebody who's like way ahead of me yeah, and this mm-hmm. is like I, I just love work now I think for me the the biggest thing when it comes to like the meetups versus like what we've done creating like small communities of friends is I feel like meetups are good for that facilitating like the meeting of of pe- new people and bringing people together good for networking. Um, I think my problem has always been with them is that it's it's essentially bad for business and I know that that sounds bad that you want to always be about money about money about money but I mean we didn't start businesses to not make money um, but I think the bigger thing the bigger issue is that uh, the groups, don't really facilitate any like education or any growth um, as a photographer. And that's what I want to see more of. Um, I think that's what I was really trying to do with the meetup that I did last year. And I think that if we, if we were, if we were, you know, giving people an opportunity to educate themselves and not just an opportunity to uh, broaden their portfolio, just because at the end of the day, like when I first started going to meetups in DC, I, I was just like we talked about on Instagram. You see somebody's pictures and you may have taken the same picture, but like, why is there so much better? And I would look at their pictures and like try to edit in different styles, but I didn't quite get it. It wasn't really until like I went and took my own online classes, online workshops, went to YouTube university and learned as much as I could. Yeah, I did that, that I understood why their pictures look better because they're just better editing. They're better at techniques. They're better at, at, you know, shooting angles and the exposure triangle and the, the simplest things to the most complex things they were better at. And you just don't learn that by just shooting or by meeting yeah. people. You you have to learn. There has to be that that educational element. And the more people that can that can be a product of conversations like this where you you're 
you know, you're networking and you're communicating with people with, with the objective, like to all grow and all be better, then we can really see a community like raise itself up a notch. Yeah. I mean, each, each walk is different too. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. You're right. I think each walk kind of brings something different to the table. Like I think everybody knows that my favorite is like walk with locals just more because I like the community aspect of it. It's just like everybody hanging out or whatever. Um, but I think that, yeah, I think that's one thing if we're talking about what DC needs or like things that are lacking in the creative space. It would be something that just educating like people who don't know how to use their cameras as much or don't know how to edit as well. Um, and um, it, it has to be something that's more viewed on just the art itself instead of like, you know, come here and get your Instagram pics, you know what I mean? Because like that's kind of what eventually it turns into. And this is the thing that's tough about being a photographer or, or being associated with photography at this point is because there is this mixture of like, are people doing it because they love the work or are they doing it because they need the likes? And it's like something where it's, it's tough. So I think that that's why a lot of the walks that are awesome great because they you know get somebody to get so many people together it kind of just turns into this like let's find the craziest thing we can shoot and then go load it up um but there does need to be something and maybe that's something as we get more and more you know acclimated to the space and understanding because i mean there's so much i need to learn myself so you know maybe i haven't reached the level of like oh i want to start a walk so i can teach people but that's probably what needs to happen next. I don't know who would start that, but mm -hmm. ideally that was something I would like to see. We should probably start something like that. No, honestly, there's a market for it. I mean, it's something where I think, you know, we're not the only people who would recognize that. I think there's a lot of people in this community that sit there and say the same thing because we've all been there, just like you said, Jay, where you're sitting there and you take a picture and then you go and you see other people posting stuff and you're like, whoa. I was standing right next to this dude or I saw this guy and we were having the same equipment. Like, why did it turn out that way? And you don't just, you won't really know until you do hours of research. You know, it took me a long time to realize like, oh, this is what it is. And it's, it is something where if you talk to people who've been doing it for a while, what it, I mean, the most, the, the most common advice that I heard was just keep shooting, which is true. Like the more practice, the more you'll understand what you're doing. Um, but it would also have been nice to be able to be sitting there with people who'd be like, hey, oh, no, your photo doesn't look like this because you're not using this lens or because you're not putting at this f-stop, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's little things like that. It's definitely the little things. Yeah. Art sure. Dimitric, you, uh, you asked a question. You're up. Yeah. Um, so for me, I guess to kind of like piggyback on what Abdullah was saying is that I know it, when I was first starting out, um, like I mentioned, like just going through Instagram, like I wish there was um, something that I could have reached out to on there or someone, you know, like I like kind of show me the ropes. Cause like I said, there were so many dope photographers on there. I almost like just took like their styles and kind of just like mix it into one, just trying to find my own particular style. Mm -hmm. And I did realize early on that there wasn't a lot of resources out there on, you know, on those platforms that could actually, like, help me grow as a photographer. You know, just like what Abdullah was saying, like, even the meetups that are happening, like, people go there to get their Instagram content for the next day. You mm -hmm. know, like, they're not there to educate anyone. You know, they're just trying to provide 
provide a spot where people can meet up to get the dope shots. Um, so for me, like, I, I just want that, that source out there. And so <clears throat> I guess the kind of, you know, off kind of off topic, going back to where we first started talking about how COVID, like, just impacted all the photographers, not even just photographers, just, like, the whole world. Um, like, if you're a non-essential business, like, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of, you know, drowning right now, and I feel for you. And so in these creative markets, I have realized that this this situation is extremely negative, but there's a lot of positive in it, right? So now you can see, like, the, the holes within your business. I know for me, like, I've lost so much money, and, yeah. some, like, leads are, what's a lead? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, <laughs> you know? And so now, like, I'm starting to see all these gaps. I'm like, okay, now, like, like when, when things get better, I can I can market better. I can I can save like more money. I can I can you know offer this with with uh, with different packages and like just like little stuff like that. I feel like next time something like this will happen, I'll be way more prepared. So as as bad as this whole situation is, I think a lot of people are going to learn from it. And if you know, God forbid, if it would ever happen again, that the world's not going to suffer as as we did now financially and business wise. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, the adjustment period. I mean, like you guys know, the first week, the first like four days, when all my jobs were getting just canceled back to back to back, y'all were like, "Oh, let's go shoot," and I was like, "I'm not going anywhere." <laughs> I was like, "Y'all thought I was, y'all thought I was scared of COVID. I was depressed that I had no income coming in." You know what I mean? So it's sad, but like at the same time, you know, the first week was pessimism. And then after a while, you're like, well, what are you going to do? Just sit here and be pessimistic all day? Well, you got to figure out things that you can do. And then you do, like you said, Dimitri, like so many holes, man. You know what I mean? Like marketing is like, look, the biggest thing for me was like, I would be running from job to job. But then when instead of like coming home, cooking a meal and just relaxing, like, no, I got to go to another job. I'm just going to buy food on the way there. And then when I come home, I'm just going to Uber eat something. I'm sitting here like, man, I'll just make a sandwich. And like, <laughs> now I'm not going to spend $30, you know? So exactly. there's a lot of things that, you know, you have to reassess, reanalyze. And to be honest, I am actually thankful, you know, for being able to be more aware of the things that I could correct about my business going forward. Um, you know, I'm obviously like, I want to get back to work. Obviously I want to be able to get in a position where I'm making that revenue again. But at this point in time, I realized like, man, there was a lot of things that I needed to enhance that I've got the time to, you know, we all sit there and be like, everybody's probably said this where they're like, man, I just wish we could pause time for like a week. What you gonna do? You know? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I know like for me, like my website's been slacking, like you know and and like it's one of those things where it's tedious so i've been putting it off every week i'm like yo this is the week i'm I'm gonna knock it out yeah i'm perfect it and then it's like nah i got like mad shoots this week i'm busy i can't do it and then like now like since since like everything has stopped i'm like man like if i would have spent like five months ago spent you know two days just perfecting the website actually getting it up and going like yeah. by now that like more at like the SEO probably would have been kicked in by now. I probably yeah. would have been getting more leads from all the brides that, you know, yeah. are canceling now and are trying to reschedule 
Like I'm missing out on all of that because I didn't take yeah. the time before to actually, you know, create something that I would actually produce. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, let's uh let's ask one of Dimitri's questions here. Let's talk about let's let's talk about actually no. I I, I liked with Abdullah, you had this one question about what are other ways to find work? Because I think right now, like people, people, especially like once this lets up, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of work out there. One, because a lot of people canceling and a lot of yeah, people yeah. like having new ideas. And you oh, know. people are going to have COVID parties, man. We're going to be <laughs> celebrating COVID party left and right. I'll throw one, Polly. You know what I mean? So y'all be alert. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing that we have to realize is as of right now, man, like, you know, we're on pause, but that means that everything's kind of just being held up. And then once it is, once things get back to normal, it's going to be kind of like a floodgate situation. So I'm thrilled about, you know, being able to, I, I want, my thing is I'm like, I need to survive now so that I can get to that point. Mm-hmm. so as of right now if anything like i was saying earlier it's just that like you know i've been just trying to find people who need editors you know i know the thing is i i really enjoy editing i can sit and edit all day so you know you can hit up other people and be like other photographers that are like hey you know do you need help with editing any of your photos some wedding photographers you know they're backed up they got stuff that they got to do and they might take this time to do it themselves but you never know if they're going to just pitch something your way um, but honestly, you kind of just have to scour the internet. Like, I mean, the one thing is that we all three of us use Thumbtack. Yep. Thumbtack is very dry right now. So you gotta be, you gotta be, yeah, you gotta be looking out there. I mean, immediately when somebody posts something, you're like, oh, dang, they already contacted four photographers and everything. You already late to the party. But yeah, I you think know that's the thing you gotta... already. The Dimitri be on that, man. He's big with it. You're like, man, I already got a job. You want it? I'm like, dang, man, it's been up for like 20 seconds. You know? So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's that's one. But I think also is another way is honestly, you know, the thing is, is like I'm trying to create a book right now of just uh, some of the photography that I've done, just a small little photo book. It's something where it's like, look, It'll be online purchase. If you want to purchase it, great. It doesn't, it's something, the only thing I'm wasting right now is my time. You know, it's not, I already got the photos. It's really trying to put it together. So that's another way that people can be able to be like, hey, you know what? This is kind of cool. It's helping out a friend if, if you want to sell it to friends and family. Um, but any kind of income can help at this time. You know, this is something where it's like, you know, it's very dead. So you got to look for anything to kind of just hold you over for when things get back because i think that like jay said when things get back to normal i think this is going to be a really really strong you know opportunity for a lot of people to be you know profitable when it comes to photography and and like for me you know for us we do a lot of event photography you guys do a lot of weddings so you know a lot of people are just waiting for that opportunity to do their engagement shoots their wedding shoots um so you know um yeah, overall, I mean, those are kind of just the quick things I think people can think about when it comes to trying to make money. Yeah, I think I, to kind of throw in like a, a second tip, like on that topic, mm-hmm. um, something that's worked for me um, for the last week or so, I've been DMing and messaging and emailing all the leads that I haven't I haven't heard from, or all the leads that um, I couldn't do because I was already booked on their day. Yeah. So if you want to like put in like the little bit of extra time 
I just been like just going through all the dates and be like, hey, like like you reached out to me on this date and your wedding was unfortunately on a date where I couldn't do it. I'm just kind of curious, unfortunately, with all everything going on, is your date the same? Are you thinking about changing it? You know, we'd love to talk to you more about, you know, possibly documenting your wedding. Yeah. Staying ahead of the game. Yeah, exactly. And, and surprisingly, like, I've gotten, like, three responses out of the, the many, many messages that I've sent out. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's just, like, just, follow, just following up. Just following up with just everybody. Because we got the time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's really no excuse to not go back and go through everyone that's reached out to you that have not booked you yet. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that's one thing that like I have been doing for the last week that I've seen a, a little bit of, you know, juice come from the squeeze. So sure, sure. Yeah. Why you Jay? Me? Um I I've been really fortunate to have communicated with a lot of my couples and I really haven't lost that much. Um, I've pretty much rescheduled everything that was kind of within the window of time that is, is like gonna hopefully is the only window of time that'll be affected by COVID currently. Um, so most stuff's got pushed out to like June or later. Um, and then fortunately wedding wire and the knot have been throwing throwing bones to me left and right really? Really? Uh, oh, throw some of them bones man no, I'm kidding. but yeah wedding wire and the knot have been been you know doing good for me um so it's i've just been kind of focusing on booking fall winter stuff or 2021 i mean you always have to think think ahead think to the future um, so I've just been kind of pointing myself in that direction, looking for the fall and looking for uh, 2021 weddings. Um, well, I think that's also like, that's probably been the thing that's been tough for me is because my business is, my business model is very different where it's based off of like events that are coming up right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like all my, my, like for me, it wasn't something that I really booked a lot of stuff like months ahead. It was probably like within all that month and then maybe a little bit of next month. So the thing for people who are in that position, yeah, like you have to start thinking about further booking stuff. So like now, you know, I try to put in more for like engagement shoots or, you know, video jobs that are in September or October or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it everybody's business model is different. Everybody's way of making income is going to be different. So um, each, each way of adjusting to that's going to be different overall. So like, yeah, some people are affected greatly. Like, you know, my thing was that, you know, I do a lot of sports and concerts and they pretty much canceled sports and concerts on the same day. So I and I was like, oh, wait, I'm like, I can't work. Like, I got fired. Like, that was it. It was the wrap. So that day was not great. And it was something where it was a lot of the, the day I was trying to make it humorous and just be like, you know, it's going to come back. But the more and more we started to hear about it and the more and more we started to realize what was going on, um, then I started to panic a little bit. Um, so I think the one thing that I would say for everybody in this situation is like, just take a deep breath and relax. I mean, you know, the crazy thing is I feel like, you know, you know, I'm African. So I hear about a lot of things that happen back in Africa. You hear a lot, you know, I'm from an immigrant family and I have a lot of people from different countries where you're dealing with some kind of crazy pandemonium all the time. And I think the one thing is like Americans always are just like, oh, well, we don't have to deal with it. And this is like the first time we're like, oh, wait, no, like we're dealing with it. We have to like adjust to it. 
but um, it could be worse, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good to have that perspective for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> to so stay Yes. Yeah. No, and going to like those those type of challenges, I did see Jay that you were mentioning that you were curious about some challenges that we face yeah. as creators in 2020. I did see that. So I would love to hear like some of the challenges you guys like face like pre COVID-19, uh, you know, because we all know the challenges like we're facing now, you know, with this virus. But um, just e- even before before everything started happening, like what were some things that you kind of kind of struggled with? I think for me, my biggest challenge has been um, not not being a businessman and being being a creative. Uh, so I think the the challenges that I've put in front of myself for this year are to just become a better businessman and a better accountant really <laughs> uh, which yeah i mean dolly you got the head start I love you, you got your boy right there. i got you bro i got you man <laughs> business practices that you know for someone who understood it would know you know firsthand just learning how like marketing and business um as opposed to just being a creative i mean i've been a creative my whole life i mean i went to school for music i did theater yeah. I, you know i did all that stuff professionally so um, being a creative isn't difficult for me. I understand how that all works. I understand the the give and the take and the fact that, you, you know, you have to hustle to win. And I understand that. What I didn't understand is marketing and, you know, and how you might have to put $500 into something to see some sort of return on an investment later on. Like that idea is scary, you know, to a creative, to the, the pure creative mind. That's terrifying like throwing out money and not knowing if something's coming back for it. Um, so kind of getting out of that, that mindset that, um, that I just have to like hustle, 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 and kind of learning like what are the tricks of the trade and what are the, the avenues that I can take to grow as a business and not just grow as a photographer. So I think that's been the biggest challenge that I faced this year so far. Mm. Yeah, I would say that like, that was kind of a challenge that I had and still do. I mean, I think it's just easy for us because that's the part that we enjoy the most is the creating part. You don't want to do like, do you want, do I want to do accounting stuff? I quit my accounting job. So I would never have to do accounting again. But then I realized I still need to do it if I want to be (laughs) successful. So, I mean, my thing is that I'm grateful for having that knowledge, but at the same time, it's not, it's not fun for me. It's something where like, I enjoy numbers. I enjoy figures, but I don't really love that side of it. So the thing is, is that I think I talked to a lot of creatives about this, is that you do have to be left brain, right brain. You do have to have a period where you're creating, but then you also have to have a period where you realize like, look, this is the amount of marketing I need to do. This is the amount of investing I need to put into my company. You know, this is the amount of booking that I need to do. Because the thing, like I would say my biggest thing, even before this was finding work. That's why finding work is like even tougher now. But for me, it was always finding work because mm. I was always just creating and just thinking about right now and thinking about like, oh, my next gig is then. It's like, great. But it's like, hey, how about you think about more about what you have to do in the future? How, how are you going to be able to survive? You have these jobs coming up more and more. So finding jobs, I think, is always kind of difficult for anybody in our position. But I do think that a big problem that a lot of creatives have and like, like I said, luckily for me, I was an accountant. I used to get mad when I would be like, oh my God, I've been doing accounting for eight and a half years. Like, I wish I would have started photography like right out of college or during college or whatever. 
but it took me a while to realize like man if i started as a creator back then i probably would have never made it because i just love creating so much that sometimes you want to ignore all the other necessary things to work and so um so yeah mine's kind of on the same line as jay's but just added to like finding work is also a problem but that's the thing i mean i think you see a lot of people who become more successful in this field hire assistants these are like if an assistant can do all that crap work and i just create then we're going we're on you know what i mean so yeah no like even for me like um it pretty much just correlates what you guys are saying as far as like money goes you know like growing up you know i, I my family didn't have a lot of money they didn't even know how to really manage money yeah so like i remember even being like 18 like i got my first credit card and like my mom was like let's go shopping i'm like no 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 you know what i mean but, but so like me like i didn't know any better so i was like yeah let's yeah i just yeah. got a new credit card i got like i was on this thing let's yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> you know and so when i first started this whole photography thing like even with weddings like weddings is extremely fruitful you make a lot of money up front and i was just starting to make a lot of money really fast you know i, I would say i'm pretty good with money now but not with that kind of money yeah. <laughs> you know and like, yeah. like one weekend i saw like five grand come in i was like holy shit. I was yeah. Like, yeah. what do i do with this and yeah. so I, I found myself like not like not putting enough money away for taxes yes and, and yeah. like not realizing that I have to put money like in different places and not yeah. it's not all just for my bank account. Yeah. And, and, then, <laughs> you and, know? and like later on you go in your bank account and you're like, wait, I made five grand this bubble, where'd that money go? You know what I mean? That's the, that's the sad part because and that's the real reason why I try to push people to like do if you're gonna especially if you're doing full time, do all the counting. Like I can even teach you. I, I honestly want to do a workshop for people creatives and accounting that kind of mash them together so i can teach people more about it because i do think that's a level something that people don't understand but yeah how many times do we spend money and then all of a sudden or we make money and you're like oh i had a killer month and then later on you're like where'd the money go like i don't even know where <laughs> what so exactly. i think that's yeah i mean i think that this income that you get especially if you're doing it on the side or if you're doing it full force is something to really understand like you know, for me, it was like I was working so much. And I was working all the time where people were like, yo, all you do is work. And I'm like, yeah, I got to work to make you make a living. Mm -hmm. Then I realized it's just because I was spending a lot. It's like, stop spending this money and you yeah. don't have to work as much too. You know, that's another element of it. So Yeah. And I think like the biggest problem with like, like creatives is are the ones who do have full-time jobs. And because like we're, we're looking at it as extra income. So yeah. we kind of don't pay too much close attention to it. Like for me, like I mentioned earlier, where the taxes, like in the beginning, I was just like, yo, I made uh, a grand this weekend, but <laughs> yeah. Know? But no, in, in reality, I made like 600 bucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You know? And I, I think that was probably my biggest like struggle in the beginning, just like really learning like the, the finance, the financial aspects. Of it. Sure. Um, well, another thing, this is kind of like a two-part thing. Um, for me, in the in the beginning, even even now, we all struggle with it. Um, is just comparing myself to just everyone else on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know, even I even remember like going out with shoot with uh, shooting with our builder for the first time. I remember like we took like some of the same shots, 
And I remember I was editing. I was like, yo, this is like this is dope. I, I threw it on the gram, and then I was scrolling one day, and I saw his of the same shot. I was like, yo, how does why does his <laughs> look? Even y'all, you, you see, why does so his look so this, much man. worse you, than mine? Is what you're trying to yo, say, right? You see, and it's so funny you guys say this because you guys always take pictures of me, and then I take pictures of y'all, but I never show you the pictures I take of y'all because I'm always like, yo, no one ever needs to see these ever. Like they just don't need to. See so, I, you know, the thing is, like, I do, I get that because we're all, we all have specific things that we really gravitate towards. And this is the reason why, like, I love shooting with you guys on weddings, but I realize I'm, like, nowhere near at your level because, like, you know, one, my passion isn't as strong as there. But at the same time, I just realized, like, I'm not that great at this. It's something where it would take a lot more time for me to get great at it. But I think you're right. You can't compare each other because that's just not how it works. It's, you know, we're all at different stages and it's just, we all have different styles too. Because what you think might be trash and mine's good to somebody else would be like, no, it's the other way around. How many times do we see things where people are like, this is so great. And you're like, oh, I didn't think it was that good. And then you see some posts that you're like, amazing. Why is anybody talking about this? Like, this is really good. So, you know, it's just a spectrum. I mean, this, that's the one thing that's great about art. It's like, you know, everybody's perspective is different. Yeah, I feel like some of my, like, most celebrated posts on Instagram have been photos that I was like, dang, man, this is, like, the only thing I got to post. Let me just throw this up <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, and bro, then it's, like, like 200. The archives, like, dang, we're aware. I got one post here. I can just throw that up there. <laughs> Let me no, blow the dust off of this. No, bro, it, no, like, like, no lie, I did this one wedding, and it was, like, this this older dude and, like, this older lady. And then I was like looking for something to post, and like, and then my girl was like, "Yo, like post that one picture." I was like, "No," I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, nah, like they're I was like, man, no offense, they were unattractive." I was yeah. like, "Nah," yeah. And so I ended up posting it, and it ended up being my most liked picture, like on my on my Instagram. It'd be but like that. Thing. You just never, you really never know. And the thing is, like, I I I think it's. You know, because I think one of the topics we want to talk about was Instagram versus reality or whatever. And I think the one thing is that, like, man, like, I, you, it, this is the reason why people can have love-hate relationships with Instagram, because you put a lot of heart and, and it takes a lot to put yourself out there. And somehow it turns into this, like, you know, people, not, I don't want to say judging, but, like, sense of, like, okay, if it got this amount of likes, that means it's a good picture. And it's like, that's not necessarily true so it's just like i really try hard just to post whatever i like and it's just if it sucks it sucks if it's like if people don't like it they don't like it if it is what it is like there's times where you know you like i'm sure you guys have had this before where you shared a picture of yours and it didn't do well but like a part of you didn't care right because you're like i don't care this is good like no. i love this picture yeah. i'll sit there and be like i love this picture people don't care about it i love this thing and i think Honestly, I'd rather have that feeling than the other way around where it's like you post something that you just know like people will like because it's kind of cliche thing that people like. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily you. It's not your style. It's not your thing. So, I don't know. But I think that's why Instagram is getting rid of the likes. I hope they do. I mean, they've been saying that for a while and honestly, I've been waiting. Like, take them off. Take them off. <laughs> well, Canada, Get them out of here. Well, they're, they're testing it in Canada right now because Canadians they don't have likes. Australia, yeah, they too. don't have likes on the Instagram post. In in Canada, they don't. Yeah, apparently like, some in Canada, bro. <laughs> American accounts have it as well. I think it's just like 
um, what what um, Facebook likes to do with Instagram is they like to push it out to like a select group of people. So like not everybody in America will even get it at once because I've seen like America like bigger um, bigger pe- platform people have posted that like the likes are gone on their account and stuff already. So it's probably a matter of time type thing, but it could also be like maybe they don't end up going with it. Who knows? Well, I got a question for you guys. Like, how do you think it will affect the, the you know, media, everything? Like, you know, businesses, all of that. Because, I mean, it is a metric to, to provide to people. Like, you know, you see these guys who are influencers or whatever. This is kind of how they get business overall. So, like, do you think that there'll be less use of Instagram or less use of, you know, just the platform overall because of the fact that the likes are In the beginning, yes. Like yeah, in in the beginning you're gonna see the user the, the the user count, like daily user count drop drastically. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people feed off those likes. They do. Yeah. How many how many times do you post a picture and you catch yourself like refreshing it? <laughs> you oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it can even like affect your mood or something. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I got a good day today. It's like why? Because my picture got likes. Exactly. You know what like, I mean? Because, like why is that the case? Like because because when, when you see that but, light come through. Like that's a shot of dopamine. It's like ah, that feels. Yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. You're, you're reassuring that you you posted something good. But so like yeah. I was saying, so I'm I would see the the user rate like drop dramatically, but just like with everything else, like we adjust. Sure. Know? I do. And then it's it's slowly gonna go back up. I think they're just I gonna push. Necessary. I think they're just gonna push other methods of marketing. I think one. IGTV monetization coming soon is is a big indicator as as to where Facebook wants Instagram to go. I think just the idea that they they want to push you to watch their video content with with TikTok being what it is right now, with Snapchat being what it used to be, and IG Stories. I think everything is really pushing towards video and virtual and like the live content like we're doing right now. I mean, just think of like how popular like even podcasts are people don't want to have to like scroll to interact with something they want to be able to organically interact with it so they either want to watch it or they want to listen to it Uh, so i think anything that you can do with your business to encourage people to watch it or listen to it i think that's going to be a powerful marketing tool moving forward because just just the sheer idea of scrolling and looking and commenting people just aren't as interested in that as they used to be. And so I think that anything, you know, IGTV, TikTok, as annoying as it is, is a, is a huge social media platform right now. Um, so putting yourself in communities like that with podcasts, video podcasts, like we're doing right now, stuff like that, this is this is what you gotta do to put yourself out there and to network and market yeah. yourself. Yeah. Have you guys considered pumping out any IGTV content? Ajay, I know you did that one video last week or this week. Yeah, I just put a video out too, so I guess I'm in that market now too. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because if you guys if you guys look at the the, the views on IGTV, like mm-hmm. Instagram's really pumping up the organic organic uh, viewership mm-hmm. on IGTV because that's where that's where they want people to go. Yeah. So, <clears throat> like yeah. if you were creative, I would be laying out your IGTV like plans posting plan like right now i got pretty Wait, much i got I, I got probably like 250 percent better uh engagement like in better interaction on my uh recent ig video that i 
do on the average post. So, I mean, if that's any idea. I mean, I'm going to do more video just because, like, my end game or the thing I would love to be is, like, for, like, a film set eventually one day. I mean, that's, like, a long-term, like, goal. Like, I'm just trying to, like, be more creative video-wise. Like, I'm actually trying to do a video right now. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's something where... Um, I, yeah, like I, I'll, I'll do it. I don't know. I don't really know the the gains or the differences about using IGTV versus just posting a picture or anything. That these are new metrics and stuff that you guys are talking about. These are like new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do see myself like partaking in it more. A better question is: Are you guys getting into that TikTok thing? Because like my thing is, I don't understand TikTok. I don't know if it's like I'm too old or something. Um, or if it's something where I'm going to be the old dude on TikTok eventually, like, yo, like, yeah. you got a guy in the club kind of thing. Like, um, for me, like, what I take from TikTok is just pretty much, like, just reenacting other videos. Sure. Like I, I don't really, I've, I've yet to see, like, a creative, like, on there, like, pushing, like, their photography. Oh, I actually did see one. A, oh, a yeah? friend of mine, or, yeah, a friend of mine, he's, uh, uh, he's basically like a chef, and he's, like, starting a business out here and he was kind of telling me that i should do it do it because he was sending me like tiktoks of this guy who basically would do like long exposure kind of things like really cool stuff like he had one where you know he kind of had like this drill but he had a, a light on it and he's like circling back and then like mm. they actually showed the picture right after and it was like oh the long exposure with the lights going so it was pretty cool like i think that like creatives are finding a way to use it um which is where i feel like TikTok's very much like similar or similar to Instagram. Like remember Instagram used to be like take pictures of your friends, you take pictures of your family, you take pictures of your dog, bro. That's it. Then it turned into like, oh, I'm into food, taking pictures of food. Oh, I'm into travel, I take pictures of that. Then it's like everybody's using it in this kind of way when it comes to like business or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe there is a, a level of creativity that somebody could do when it comes to using TikTok. From a creative standpoint, and maybe we just haven't figured it out yet, or maybe a few people have, and they're jumping but on that. Then, right. But even if you got that audience on TikTok, like, what would you do with it? Because I feel huh. like the audience is pretty young, and sure. you're like for you, like if your thing is sports events, sure. like I don't think the Wizards are like, yo, let's go get that that TikTok dude. <laughs> yeah, but you don't understand though. Like the thing is, like I have no desire to be on TikTok really because I don't like. I agree with you. I don't think it's really for me. But like I was talking to somebody about this yesterday about you know they were thinking about trying to go on TikTok and like build a following and a following is the thing that makes the difference. You know, it's just like we talked about the first people who got onto Instagram and built a following. It's like some of these photographers, you know, I've read articles. I've listened to things, um, I listened to a podcast about how, like, yeah, you know, some of the photographers who have been doing it for a long time are frustrated over the fact that, you know, some photographers that aren't maybe as talented or even have as much experience as the people who've been doing this for years are getting beat out of a job because they have the following, because of the fact that even if they share them working on this job, say if they got hired for Coke, and they have had 600 followers, 600,000 followers or something, they post something about them working for code that's free advertising. So it's something where that's the only benefit I would see from somebody trying to get on a TikTok or something, if they wanted to try to build a following, regardless of young people, old people or whatever. There is something about like, oh, 
these are my following that like brings you more prestige, I guess, or something like that. And I think that's the reason why there are certain people just finding the a larger sum of followers is they feel like it brings them more credibility. I think it's also like really good for those like influencer type people who are looking for the brands that are willing to pay them to like yeah product. Yeah. You know, because like that's what Instagram turned into. So like, sure, exactly. like absolutely like fifty thousand followers, like Hello Fresh, you'd be like, Hey, can you have our yeah. product in your background? Exactly. And you know what I mean? I feel like like TikTok is probably something like that. Probably yeah. really I feel like it's really popular probably for like makeup companies right now. Um for maybe dance companies. Anybody who's into dance too. You know <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Probably like any that's- yeah, any type of startup right now probably yeah. be good for t- something like TikTok. That's a big thing because, especially like I mentioned, IGTV before, that's a big thing that with, basically, you're going to be able to monetize IGTV just like YouTube monetizes now, where people are, where you're getting paid for ads that are going to be on your IGTV videos. Um, So that's a big reason why, you know, I think it's super important because if they do roll that out, you need to have content because I'm going to guess that it's going to be super similar to youtube where you're going to need to have a certain amount of views and watch time on videos to be like to be even able to be capable to add ads onto your video so i think it's a good idea that if you're interested in it um to start producing content for your igtv because the more you do now the less you'll have to do to make up that time later on because if you think about it um i'm sure for a lot of people that have, have YouTube channels and people that have Facebook and people that have, you know, any type of site that you're sending people to and you can look at metrics, like my website, for instance, my website, 80% of the people that look at my website look at it on their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So IG, IG, IGTV is a great platform and a great idea because if they're pushing that to be on a content consumption uh, platform like YouTube is, uh, you're watching it here and you, IGTV is vertical anyway. So it gives yeah. people, you know, it, it's the perfect solution for watching things on your phone. Um, it's a little it's more. It's not only passive. vertical now though. Just well, it, it doesn't, no, it doesn't have to be vertical. You can, you yeah. can always, but then it's cropped and it's in the middle of the Yeah. Screen. But I mean, you can't watch a YouTube video like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you can watch an IGTV video, TV video like that. I can tell you, yeah. it's a pain to edit it, and even I messed up on my last one because I. I anyway, long story, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to divulge. No. But uh, how you guys feeling? How you guys still feeling feel about like like vlogging, like throwing up vlogs on YouTube? I think it's good. I I mean I mean I think really what you should be doing with any type of content is the same thing you should be doing with any type of marketing for your business. So for example, this video that we're doing right now, we're recording this, we're streaming this to Facebook and afterwards we'll have um, a video that I can send to you guys that we can all post on our IGTV. So that's content there and I'm going to post it on YouTube. So it's going to be there. I think anytime you create content, you should just post it everywhere because it just gives you the opportunity to share that to as many markets as possible. Um, now you can simultaneously stream and like all kinds of stuff like that, which makes it a lot easier, which, you know, in the future we, we can do that for this podcast. But um, just the more, the more places you can, you know, you can get your hands in the better. 
Um, and so really, you know, I think blogging is still a tool that is useful because at the end of the day, just like, you know, we talked about at the beginning of this, there's nobody here doing not like nobody, nobody that's a creative is out there doing that type of content. So I think yeah. there's a market for it. Um, just, just if nothing else, people from DC are going to watch it, which means that, you know, people that are potential customers are going to watch it. And so that matters. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, it's, it's funny. Cause I think that's the one part of me that's kind of, you know, tough because I'm like a pretty personable guy, but I don't know when it comes to like sharing myself or vlogging, I don't know why I get like, like a little bit of anxiety. I don't, but I'd love to just throw my work up there and not really show my face or show me very often at all, gotcha. which I do think that is kind of the problem that a lot of photographers have. Like I said earlier in, in you know, in this, you know, webcast or whatever, um, is that, yeah, there's a lot of people that are in this field that you know, like to put out their work, but don't want to really showcase so much of themselves. But I do think there's a strong market for it. So I get that. I think it's, something smart like even this for me is like very not every not, i wouldn't say outside my comfort zone but it's not something i would i do often but um i also do love the topics that we're talking about but i, I like like jay was saying i think that um it can be very beneficial to you as a person or your brand or your company whatever you want to call it exactly mm -hmm. but do you think like to touch on what you just said about like you having that that uh anxiety about doing sure. something like this right do you think that's just just that first the first time jitters and is this is something that you can just work through because even uh, then, maybe i don't know man because i've been i honestly get posting anxiety even when i post things like i get anxiety even just putting anything out there because like i don't the one the one issue that i have in my life like a big insecurity of mine is that i really don't like being judged like you guys know me i'm not judgmental at all that's because I don't like getting judged. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, it's really hard to like sometimes put yourself out there and put your work out there. And then, you know, sometimes I, you know, you just become overthinker when you put your stuff out on these social media devices and all that. So um, for me, when I made my new page, it was kind of like the reason why, like I remember talking to my ex about it um, and I was like, you know, I want to make a new page. And she was kind of like, why? Like, you already have followers on your other page. People know who you are. Like, you've already kind of started putting your photos out there. And I just was like, man, I just, I don't know. I feel weird. I, I want to just really stick to the art and separate myself from it so that I could kind of feel that level of just being able to put that out there and go the other way. But the anxiety, you know, is, is definitely reduced, but it's always going to be there. So I don't know if it's like, a, I obviously I think you get used to anything that you do and the, the anxiety decreases the more you do something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think that there's an element of it that will always be around. Mm -hmm. All right, so thinking about that, since we're at like a little bit over an hour mark now, how oh, <laughs> taking taking this, you know, saying, saying if we did this again next weekend, what what do you guys feel that, we could use this platform as a market to both um and not really a market more of a platform to to kind of move forward with some of the problems issues and in education that we would want to push out to the community well i think for me it's like us three like i love this platform i think we should use this to highlight 
for those that the ones that we were talking about during we didn't name drop, but the ones that we were talking about that we see on Instagram killing it, yeah. you know, because like there is no other platform that's highlighting creatives in DC that are just killing the game. So like, what if we brought those people on to see what works for them? You yeah. Know, if they're willing to share, you know, the knowledge they have, because I feel like if we did something like did something like that, that would probably spark another person to start something of their own. Absolutely. That would probably spark another person to start something of their own. So I feel like we could definitely use this to shed some more light on the ones that only get their light from posting on Instagram, you know? Yeah, I think a, a, a good thing about doing this in a stream format is that it does give us the option, especially using Google Hangouts, uh, to invite other creatives in and to be able to like display things and talk to people about stuff, uh, especially because Hangouts is really easy to work with to be able to screen share and show all kinds of cool stuff like that. So it'd be a good, easy way for, you know, to invite another photographer on and just, you know, you know, for example, say we were going to talk about Dolo, you know, next week and, you know, we can advertise hey. and we can advertise it, you know, um next next saturday night uh we're gonna be chatting with you know abdullah conte he's a, a you know a sports and music photographer in dc and he's going to talk to us about uh you know his story and what he's doing to be successful in that market and i think being able to you know go an opportunity because then you know somebody on any of our feeds can see that and be like oh you know i'm interested in that i'd like to know more about that i can come listen to that or even you know uh offering uh types of things where we you know maybe you have a couple of photographers because you know hangouts you can have a ton of people in these calls i don't know what the max number is but you can have a lot i was just on one with like 15 people so i know it can be a lot yeah so exactly yeah. yeah so i mean you can have like we could be like oh well you know once a month we do community forum and we just you know to kind of do this we put out questions and people can chat and chime in and kind of do that and i think it's just it's something that everybody can do at home and it's media that can be easily consumed and we can kind of highlight and talk to people. And then you can use the video afterwards to continue to put out so that people can consume it. So, and like, think about yeah. it. It doesn't, it doesn't even have to stop there. Right. Just like we were mentioning in the beginning, at least for me, one of the struggles was I would see something on Instagram and I'd be so curious about how, you know, since like Google Hangouts, you can stream your screen. Like, what if we did like live edits on in Lightroom and Photoshop? Yeah, you know. So maybe that person that just picked up the camera for the first time can be like, be scrolling through Instagram, like, oh, look at this, a DC Lightroom live edit mm -hmm. Google Hangouts. That'd be so dope. Yeah, you know. I know. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would have. I would. I would have tuned in. If I yeah, I mean, I think the thing that we're talking talking about is how we bridged that gap of what we were like maybe a year or two ago and where we are now you know because I think that's the one thing that when you go to these like I went to shooting with shooters which was like a podcast a live podcast and I remember I learned so much from that that you know you learn from people who are further ahead of you what they're up to and like we both said or all we all be all of us said is that we were all in a position where we didn't understand we didn't know how to get there so, I mean, the one that you, what you guys mentioned are exactly the things that I would say is like, one, let's try to educate people about photography overall. Like, you know, 
you know, you guys know a lot about gear. Like, I think I know a lot about gear. And I remember I still with you two and talking about it at Union Station. I was like, bruh, what? You know, y'all were on a clinic. Y'all give me a clinic on gear. So, like, gear is something that a lot of people don't know about. But, like, just working your camera overall. And and then, you know, the one thing, it's so just education overall. There's a lot of people who want to know how to take these pictures and don't know. They don't realize, like, hey, you actually have to take the picture well with your camera first before you can get it to look this way. Or you need to do it in editing where you Photoshop it this way or another. I mean, look, when it came to bokeh, like, I didn't even know how to get bokeh the first time I got a camera. I was like, how how does it look like that? How does it look like that? I had to Google, like, how is it blurry in the back? You know what I mean? Like, just Googling all over. As you're shooting with a variable aperture. Yeah. yeah, How do you do that? Like, I just felt so dumb. And so... um, that was one thing and then the next thing would yeah like i mean i think that we should feature people because there's so many people out here like the one thing i really try to do and i haven't been doing it as much but the one thing i really love to do is every time i see a picture i like i just throw it up on my story like i don't really even like to share my own stuff i like to share other people's stuff because Mm -hmm. i do think that's the one thing about the oversaturated uh platform of instagram you know it's something where it's great that we can see everybody's work and everything but now we feel like we have to post all the time just to be noticed so there's a lot of people who aren't as noticed and they should be or they have some work and maybe it's not all the time but maybe they have one that's like a legit banger where like everybody needs to see so i'd like to do that and i feel like that's something that we can do here but the last thing i would say is that um kind of just the you know kind of being able to give people playbooks on how to get to you know to whatever levels we are i'm not saying that we've accomplished so much we're still trying to get to our goals or whatever but i'm sure you guys have people hit you up about like how do i take the you know how do i get a wedding how do i do that you know um you know because i i know there's a lot of times where i get people who are like hey i want to come shoot a concert with you and i'm like no that's not how it works like (laughs) i it took me forever to get to this point so but i know there's people that i hit up like the people that help me so much like know bobby bands like des des hester like was one of the people that honestly he's like a good friend of mine but you know the one thing that was so great was that i just asked him one day i saw him doing so much great work i was like look how do you how'd you get here how'd you get to this point because like i will do whatever it takes to get there and he kind of told me like this is what you have to do it's a lot of hustling it's a lot of grinding like you're not gonna just get there today like you better be able to go to high school games and shoot you know what I mean? You better go ask some high school coaches if they'll let you in the door because you're never going to get to an NBA game or, you know, a college basketball game or anything like that unless you do the, the work behind it. And so I think there's uh, a platform to explain to those that are trying to get to the levels um, that uh, or to get to some of these goals that they want, but they don't really know how to get there. Just like the education, not knowing how to take the picture. They want to get to a certain level, too, and don't know necessarily how to get there. Either. Yep. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. think, you know, we, there's a, a, you know, a powerful platform to be able to, you know, make some, some positive change and, you know, educate people in a positive way. Uh, so I think it's, you know, it's just a matter of us communicating and coming up with ideas and brainstorming yeah. and also communicating with the community who's hopefully sure. watching this. Um, so yeah. that's you at home. Um, 
you know, communicating with those. Probably got people. like one person watching. <laughs> oh yeah, there was like there was like two earlier, but I mean, the good thing about Facebook is you know this stuff stays up forever. Uh, so it, actually, yeah. there's three people watching right now. So what's up? Three people. What's good? Hold on to the three people. What's up? I'll Much take work. that. I'll take that. Positive. <laughs> um, you know, a, a lot of it, you know, is is it's brand awareness, just like anything. Um, the more people know that you're going to stream, you know, the more they come watch. Um, so also, you know, with Facebook and stuff and IGTV, it, it's, it's up forever. So it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah. it's good that we're here doing this now. I think for the future, it just is us coming up with ideas and promoting it earlier than the day of, you know, yeah. so that people know like, Hey, next, you know, Sunday night work or Saturday or whatever night works that we can do it on a consistent basis. Um, it's just something that people can tune into. And if not, they can just watch it later on IGTV or listen to the audio on podcast on anchor or whatever. Um, you know, there's plenty of avenues for us to be able to spread it out and source yeah. it out. I think we just have to kind of get together and come up with ideas and source other people to join in on the chats and stuff like that. And it'll go far. Well, this is just the, the, the test run. Absolutely. I, I think it went, I think it went good. We're well for a test run. I, uh, I enjoyed myself. So. Me too. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we've been, we've been recording for a while, so yeah, we've been recording for an hour and 12 minutes, so. <laughs> I mean, the cool thing is, like, the conversation is no different than us being out in the streets with our cameras, you know. Oh, yeah. It's like we're, we're recording it, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing that, like, is lacking, like, in the community is that, like I said earlier, I, I enjoyed the walks overall. But, yeah, I mean, the one that I think I have the most fun at, and it's walk with locals, mainly just because. The fact that I enjoy the fact that we're just kind of hanging out, chatting about photography. It's not, there's no real agenda, there's no real, like, you know, you have to do this, you have to do that, or anything like that. Um, one model, 10 photographers, yeah, there's no, yeah, exactly. There's just not, and like the thing is, I've gone to every single walk, and I've, and, you know, when it comes to not all the time, but I've been to each one to know what they're like, and yeah, I've had fun at all of them, but. No, I do think that the the thing I love the most about photography overall is just like people getting together and chatting about art for the same passion. So, if anything, you know, you know, I think we want to be able to um, bring something that isn't being done, and then also just to provide any kind of level of help that we can to other people because we all know that we were in that position before too. So. Um, I would love to be able to communicate more with creatives that are coming up or even people that are further ahead that I would love to like pick their brain and see like, you know, what's up with them and how they find their creative eye or whatever, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we can we can brainstorm more about, you know, what do we want to do with the next one and when we uh, when we want to do it. And if we can come up with a day that works that we can try to be consistent about it. Um, but yeah. I think for now, we'll just uh, kind of wrap it up. If anyone wants to say anything for the viewers, um, go ahead and talk. For our three out. viewers, hey. thank you for being our loyal three viewers. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, nah, definitely. So, like, I'm sure we'll chop it up throughout the week. And if you guys want to do this again, um, I have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think my schedule's a little clear. Just a little <laughs> bit. Cool, yeah. So we'll we'll chat about uh the next day, but um yeah. 
I think and I say we give I, I say we need like like three days in advance, three, four days. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we can really like like think about the the create the the content we want to push out to promote it. Mm-hmm. And then like we'll and let's make it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I man. think we should, I right. think we should all do all posts on our um Facebook feeds uh to try to get a name for our for our, our live stream or a live stream slash podcast. So we should we should all like let the <clears throat> Let the community source a name. I think that would be really fun. So if you're watching this live and you have a good idea for what we should name this this video podcast slash audio podcast, um, yeah, drop drop a comment on the video and then or also DM any one of us and let us know. Let me see if I can get. Um, what about like the Street Collective? Street Collective is pretty good. Let me let me get this up. Um, I'm terrible with names. At. What about Della's Vision? <laughs> That's such a terrible. It's a terrible name already. But you know what I mean? Like literally, I had to throw something up there. So it's a terrible name already. We don't need it to go any further. Yo, Demetric, your uh, your Instagram is you just United Dot Photography. It's you no, about underscore. On, it's underscore. On, on IG. Underscore United Photography. Underscore yeah. United Photography. Yeah, some some person already snatched up United Photography, so I had to throw some. All one word. Yeah, if you some on IG. Yeah. If you just type in United Photography, I should be like numero uno. I mean, I know I was just trying to not look it up. I'm trying to put it on the screen, the screen for the streamer. Oh, I got you. So it's. Oh, okay. I see it. I see it now. If you put up Dullavision, I should be like the only one. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, if if you see on the stream, I actually have it on the screen of the stream now, so that people went, oh god, I just moved the whole the whole thing, but now um when people look at the end of the stream, stream that's everybody's uh, Instagram name. See so we you can did we did we scare scare off those three people? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see if they're still there. Three people. Are you still rocking? There's probably like one. Let's see. Uh, there's two now. And probably watch one of them be... is me. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say, yo, watch it just be us. It's counting us. <laughs> no, it it won't count any of us because it's just counting me now. Whoever was on there dipped out. So I think we're good, man. I think we are good. All right, y'all. Cool. All right, y'all. We'll talking see. to y'all. And cool. Peace. As soon as it's over, right. we'll go out and shoot. <laughs> hey, yes. Right. Yes. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Peace. Good night.